Welcome to the Money BS Podcast, where I'm on a mission to help you get unhooked from the unhelpful thoughts you choose to keep yourself from having the life you want. I'm your host, Master Certified Success Coach, Belinda Smith. Ready? Let's go. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, I still don't have the theme song from my voice yet. So you get random hellos that may or may not switch keys in the middle of the hello. But hi. I do want to make the official announcement. Um, hmm. There is, in fact, a rehomed puppy, one-year-old, so still puppy, lots of puppy energy. Um, She has, in fact, made her home here at the ranch, and her name is Pamela Rose, kind of like Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek, except it is Pamela Rose. And I don't know why she just, it took us a minute, but she had to grow into the, into the name. We looked at all kinds of names, but, um, that one feels right. She's answers to it, which is like super important. And Oh, what a precious, precious little dog or big, I don't know. She may be 30 pounds, 35 pounds, but she's shaved. Oh, Oh, she's a Bernadoodle. So that's a mix of a Bernie's mountain dog and a poodle. And maybe hypoallergenic. I don't know. Seems like some of them are and some of them aren't, but she is, oh, she's just precious. So I'm really glad that uh, she got rehomed with me because she's going to be a lot of fun. It looks like she's going to be with me for a while. She, um, You all know that Bernice, my pug, is the vice president of operations. I'm not really sure uh, what position I'm going to put Pamela Rose in in the in the corporation or the organization, and then of course Webster, my other dog, is most definitely uh, vice president of accounting. If you saw him, you would totally understand. I'm not saying he can do numbers, but he definitely looks like the vice president of accounting. With all of that said, I want to talk today about something that's gonna—it's kind of not what we what you try to talk about and listen to on a podcast, but I feel it still is really important to talk about. And especially uh, feels it feels even more uh, pertinent because it has come up in three very distinct ways for me this week, um, clients and also personal. Here's what I want to say. When we get into you know, take our, taking our next steps and like, you know, I always tell people when it comes to coaching, we start right here and we go forward. You know, we're not really going to unpack a whole lot of stuff from the back because, you know, I'm not here to diagnose. That is not my, my thing. Um, that's all sort of left to the psychologist, psychiatrist, uh, therapist, that, but I am here for now moving forward. Now, sometimes I have to know a little bit about what's going on in order to um, assess what now actually is, but you know, that's the role of coaching. And I've dealt with a couple really beautiful conversations this week, and I call them beautiful because it is such an honor to be trusted with these kinds of conversations that I think it's a it's it's a very messy, beautiful, but I'm always honored. And I really do try to always tell my clients how grateful I am that they trust me. And those are 
that's just one of the parts, one of the perks, I guess. I don't hate, I hate to say perks, but it may, I guess it's just one of the honors of being able to work in this capacity and serve the way I do. But what we're really, what we've been talking about is that as much as we want to curate a positive outlook and as much as we want to be positive for all the people around us, the real heart of the matter is that every moment is not positive. And we all know that. I mean, you're, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I got some really difficult news this week regarding someone that uh, is not even, not even like, I hate to even say a close friend. It's more like my logical family. You know, we always say we have our biological family and we have our logical family. And he's one of the most important members of my logical family. And, you know, it's just like, he doesn't live right here. And it's like, I want to get on a plane and go over there and just sit and be like, all right, let's watch the golden girls or you know something. But also like, I'm here for it. It's like, I told him, I'm like, I'm here for all of it. So we're going to do whatever we need to do. And however, that's going to process is what we're going to process. And, and we're in this together. And so kind of looking at that, um, from a personal standpoint. And then also I had some, some conversations with some of my clients and a lot of times getting to the next thing, like saying, I want to do this next, but for whatever reason, it feels hard is, is that's kind of sometimes what we have to figure it out. And when we're, when we're in the middle, so we're in the, we're trying to figure out why it's hard. And then we're trying to do it kind of looking at what those, what's coming up. And I always tell them, and this is probably, I know I didn't make this up, but in order for the flowers to grow, the dirt actually has to move. And while I used to plant a lot of wildflowers and I would, you know, sort of quote unquote, till the, till the soil and not with a tiller, that's why I put it in quotes, but I would do my thing. And then I would just pour a bunch of wildflower seeds into the big box and then wait. The truth is all the seeds didn't bloom, but a lot of them did. <clears throat> and the, most of the time, the ones that did were, were surprises. It was like, oh my gosh, that's so fun. I'm so happy that, that that came up. The ones that didn't, I just really didn't sit and worry about it. The, the ones that came up were the ones that I was going to just nurture and enjoy. So as we are trying to find our wildflower garden or yeah, that, then we have to understand there's a lot of dirt that's going to be moved. And the, the part, part that some of my clients come up with, and of course I've been through this too, is sometimes taking the action does not feel like taking an action. And what I mean by that is there are often times, and especially this past week, where I have given very specific assignments to clients and I have said, I just want you to put yourself in a position to not, not like we're, we're not keep sitting there and dwelling. Don't keep, it was, we sit here and we think about what it might be like. And we wonder how, and it blah, just put yourself in a position where you actually have to feel what you're afraid of. In, you know, in one case, it might be making a phone call in another place thing. It might be walking past a store in another place. It might be being in proximity with a person who uh, tends to make you tends to bring out the, 
<laughs> the sadness in you or something like that. I'm giving you um, wide examples because I certainly wouldn't betray any of my clients' confidences, but sometimes your action does not have to look like a tangible action and your non-tangibles can be as important, if not more important than your actual tangible actions. So I could have told these people, depending on when, what they're doing, I want you to write this down and I want you to send this email and I want you to reach out to that person. And I want you to get, find your networking path to this person and X, Y, Z on, on, on. But instead, sometimes it's important to know that we can feel anything. And I will tell you when we truly deeply know that we can feel anything, that is when we are powerful beyond words. I always go back to when my mom died. I remember before all of it was happening and, and all the, the cancer and all this stuff, I remember thinking, there's no way I, I have the strength to feel this. I literally don't have it. I remember sliding down my cabinet into the kitchen floor and weeping like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to have my mom and I'm not going to be able to do this. And when it came time for her to pass and when I started like talking to her, even though she was uh, pretty much unconscious at that point, I kept talking to her and I kept saying, it's okay. It's okay if you need to go. It's okay. And then it that literally started the process of her actually dying and she was gone within 30 minutes of her and I. And this doesn't make any um, sense in our humanity, but it was as if we were having a conversation really on more of a spiritual level where she was arguing back with me. <laughs> like, I'm like, mom, it's okay. I've got this. And she was like, but, but what about your dad? Dad will be fine. I will tell dad, I will teach dad. Well, what about your brother? I will make sure Aaron is okay. Like these are literally words from the conversation that, that I was having with my mom. And again, she passed within 30 minutes. It was kind of like, oh, okay. I don't, I don't have an explanation for that other than that's what happened. But being able to feel those feelings and thinking that I would never be able to do it also gave me so much power in knowing that I can feel impossible things. I can feel impossible things. And at the point at which I'm supposed to feel them, when it is natural for me to feel those feelings, I can actually notice it, I can do it, and I will be okay. I will be okay. I say that to tell you that I also believe my clients needed to put themselves in a place where they could feel something and learn how to feel it, acknowledge what it feels like, process what it feels like, and just have the feelings. I'm telling you this today because like I like the title says, sometimes action doesn't look like action. A lot of people are like, go do this, go knock the door down, go make sure that they hear you stand outside their office and make sure that they're that they know you're there. All of those types of things. But you know what? Sometimes just walking by the building is enough. Sometimes just just being in the vicinity is enough. And when that is the case, 
I want you to know that I am right here and I'm celebrating you. And I'm, I know that that is just a part of moving the dirt so that whatever you're come, whatever wild flower <laughs> you are, that's about to bloom. I'm also here for that. I'm here for the dirt moving. I'm here for the waiting the uh, anticipation, and I'm here for the celebration. So if you're ever feeling like that, I hope that this this uh, podcast comes to your mind. If you're feeling like that today, I also hope that it's helpful. Keep this one, uh, save this one, pass it along to anyone you know who may need to hear it. And until next time, I just want you to know I'm on your, cor- on your side and in your corner. Bye, loves. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you'd invite your friends to listen in. Remember, it's not about the money. It's about the mindset. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I do have some limited number of openings, and I'd love to talk to you and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Y'all know that every star... All right, I'll see you next time.